Hey, and welcome back to Astrology and You. I'm Maxine. And I'm Alice. And today we're talking all about Jupiter transits. Yes, I'm honestly, I love the planet Jupiter and I'm so excited to share this with you guys. <laughs> yeah, so if you didn't already know, Jupiter is transitioning out of Pisces and it's moving to Aries on May 10th, 2022. Um, and it'll be there until the end of October, October 28th, 2022 to be exact. So this is a big ship. Like it's been in Pisces and before that it was in Aquarius for about a year. Um, and it's been in Pisces since the end of December, 2021. So when Jupiter tends to switch signs, you do notice like a huge shift in like where you're prioritizing your energy, where you're noticing the most growth and expansion take place in your life. And I know this transit ends at the end of October, but Jupiter will also be back in Aries for a longer stint um, from December 20th, 2022 until May 16th, 2023. I know that's a lot of dates, but yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, basically around now, if you're listening to it when it first comes out, May 10th, all the way through the fall, and then it comes back winter, spring. Yeah, first quarter of 2023. Yeah, and honestly, like Alice had said, it's this urge toward expansion in these new areas of life signified by the houses of your chart and planets. So it's just such a powerful shift that you feel because Jupiter is the biggest planet, right? So like you can just think of thinking of it that way. It just draws so much attention to that area of life and it's a really positive future focus like wanting to improve that area of life and also like amplifies feelings or amplifies situations associated with whatever house um it's transiting in your chart because it's going to be transiting aries for everyone but like what where is aries in your chart and that's what we're going to get into on today's episode and we've had listeners write in and people that follow us on social media we sent out a call for people to write in about what their recent experiences have been with Jupiter transiting through Aquarius and Pisces and what houses of their chart it's been in so we're going to go through and like by house by house and kind of just give an an overview of what to expect when Jupiter is moving into a specific house of your chart so definitely keep an ear out for your rising sign and what you can expect. Yeah, so it'll be so fun. And thank you also if you're listening and you gave us examples because I think this will really help if you're listening to see what will come and actually give real life examples of how these have played out for you in the recent transit to look ahead to the next one. Yeah, because sometimes it can be be like very... Um... I don't know, like Jupiter's going into your seventh house. You're going to meet the love of your life. So sometimes it could be just too, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, um, too broad or like too hopeful almost sometimes with Jupiter transits. So we just wanted to like ground it in like real life examples of this is what certain people have literally lived through and had happen with the Jupiter transit. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Because Jupiter, yes, it is optimistic in a lot of ways and hopeful and it can be that. But I love that you brought that up, Alice, because it's not always that. Sometimes it expands our problems in that area of life and we have to look at them more. Yeah, exactly. Um, So we're going to get into that over the course of the episode. But first, just wanted to give like little life updates. Um, Yeah. How have the recent (laughs) transits been treating you? Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, yeah. So basically I have been super, super busy this whole, this whole past month with this whole season of Aries season working on a course that I have created and it's so fun and I'm loving 
that, um, but definitely has created a lot more stress and like Nick and I are moving soon and there's a lot going on. So yeah, and I, I just have noticed that since Venus moved into Pisces, which is now applying within a degree of Saturn in my chart. So it's all about making career basically a little less tense. It's just been so welcome and has helped me to really relax more and find more time to just chill, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's like a perfect example. And we'll get into this when we talk about Jupiter transits through the 10th house, but you like having career stuff amplified. It's not only like, yes, positive career opportunities, but also feeling overwhelmed because there is so much going on at work. Oh my gosh, totally. Yeah. And it's, it's the perfect example, like you said of that, because it's so fun and I'm loving this new course that I'm teaching. And at the same time too, it does create a ton of work, right? Like expanding that area of life. So, so yeah, but definitely with Venus into Pisces, I mean, Alice, this is your Pisces return too. So maybe you're feeling that, but I've loved this transit so far to slow down more. Yeah. You mean Venus return? (laughs) <laughs> oh what did I say you Pisces said Pisces return, return. <laughs> yeah. yeah Venus return yeah I'll notice that I feel like I'm wearing a, a few weeks um, but it already I have noticed Venus into Pisces just finances flowing more easily specifically and just feeling I don't know less tense um I told you guys I was going to give you an update on the Mars Saturn conjunction that was going on when I went on vacation with my boyfriend because that was in the seventh house of my chart so if you listen to the April forecast episode we did a couple weeks ago um I was so scared of that transit and I feel like this is a perfect example of how transits can manifest differently for each person because I know someone that went through who's also a Leo rising and they had this Mars Saturn conjunction the first week of April in their seventh house as well and they broke up with their significant other of three years so like that is kind of what I was I mean obviously I didn't anticipate me and my boyfriend breaking up but I was like oh my god is there gonna be a fight like this is such tense energy to have in a relationship house and it ended up being that we went to a wedding together and it really made us start thinking about the future and like how we want to plan our wedding and what vows we want to say to each other. So it had a more positive manifestation of like, what is our, like, how can we grow more committed to each other and start planning for the long term? So it's like, you can get those two different manifestations of a transit for different people. It's like, for one, it was really tense and led to a breakup. And then for me, it was what's, it still had that Saturn meaning of, where is this going long-term, but in a more positive way? Ooh, yeah, I love that you shared that, Alice, because, yeah, Saturn definitely can, especially Saturn with Mars, um, can bring up more tension. But honestly, if, if you're meant to be with that person, I'm such a believer that conflict can bring you closer, even if, you know, even if you guys had had a fight, you know, in terms of like you didn't, mm-hmm. but <laughs> yeah. Um, Saturn too is all about longevity and you need that in relationships as kind of those testing points to see if you can come closer together. And it's kind of like it just was showing the reality like can this work in the long term and for one couple it couldn't but for another it could. It's really interesting. Yeah and I, I think sometimes too everyone focuses on the breakup itself which I totally get that that is difficult And at the same time, Saturn always is like looking out for you, I feel like, by transits because it shows you like, okay, actually, this wasn't meant for you, but something else, someone else is. And so it's helping to redirect you so you're not almost like spending time in a relationship that isn't going to last long term. Like, yeah, 
You know what I mean? Like forcing you to face the reality now so that you don't get in too over your head and years down the line, you're like, wait, why am I still with this person? Right. Because Saturn is all about investing. Where are you investing your time and is that worth it to you? And yeah. So yeah. So that's a great example, Alice. I love that you brought that up. DM me if you're a Leo rising and you also had some facing the reality of a relationship that you're in or dating someone. Um, Be curious to like trade stories. Oh, I love that, Alice. Um, Okay, yeah. So that's a little life update for us with the transits. And let's now kind of get into the episode. We wanted to kind of keep the intro quick because this is going to be a longer episode. Yeah, this is going to be really long. (laughs) Um, But we did want to just start by grounding this for you. If you don't already know or you want to recap of what are the significations of Jupiter in transit. Yeah, so Jupiter in transit um, tends to bring about a lot of growth and expansion. So it'll often often present you with new opportunities or like if you've been struggling in a certain area of your life, it might provide relief or um, opportunities to like have more forward momentum in that area of your life and keep like, um, I guess I just said growing, but basically it's like onwards and upwards. Yeah, yeah. It's like onwards and upwards with the Jupiter transit, but that's kind of the more positive side to it. Sometimes it can amplify existing problems or like, let's say it goes through a really emotional house of the chart, like the eighth or the 12th. Sometimes it can just like amplify feelings and emotions and they, they're overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always like to say Jupiter kind of puts a magnifying glass on what that area of life, because Jupiter by transit kind of, as we mentioned at the start, it will stay in a certain sign and house for you for about one year off and on. And so when it's there, it opens doors for you in terms of new opportunities, new plans. It's very forward thinking about what improvements you want to make in that area of life by house and aspirations you might have. So like the growth and expansion part. Um, But yeah, it can also just exaggerate where you kind of already have existing problems and you need to kind of dig deeper to resolve them. It also gives this urge to have greater freedom in whatever house and area of life it's triggering for you. So if you've been in a restricting relationship or restricting job, it'll finally be like, I've had enough. Like I need to have something where I have more independence. I'm allowed to do my own thing. I want freedom in this area of my life. So that's a big one. Yeah, kind of, it almost prompts you to do what you really wanted to do in that area of life. So it kind of asks you to expand in what maybe you've wanted for a really long time. And now it allows you to actually put things into action. I feel like Jupiter can really help with, you're feeling more confident in that area of life and you're feeling more motivated and more hopeful for the future. And it just helps you to re-envision, okay, what is it I really want and how can I expand into that and just do it? Like it, it, you're so hopeful that it's, it kind of helps you face that fear and move through it more. Yeah. Like a greater sense of optimism in that, like whatever change you do decide to make for yourself or risk you want to take turns out well and in your favor. Yeah. And that's why I love that because it's just acting on faith and taking leaps of faith, really. And obviously, sometimes that's helpful and sometimes you need some moderation. So it's kind of important to look at how that might show up for you before the transit happens. So you don't so you don't really sleep on it, too, because I think sometimes moderation is needed. And also sometimes Jupiter can just be so easy and flowing that you need to actually make the effort to 
bring attention to what areas you do want to improve and better for yourself or it just kind of goes to waste. Yeah, that's so well put. Um, I was going to touch upon how it's shifting from the sign of Pisces to the sign of Aries. And honestly, this may not be a popular opinion, but I think Jupiter and Pisces has been way overhyped. Like (laughs) even I overhyped it. I was like, this is going to be amazing Jupiter's and it's the sign it rules. But Pisces is like a very emotional, like sensitive, kind of like confusing type energy sometimes. And I feel like Jupiter being in the sign has amplified that and made it I've been super emotional and also just like kind of directionless since it moved into Pisces in late December. Mm, oh my, yeah. <laughs> so many things to say to that, but I I feel like I can summarize what I feel about it. It's kind of like Jupiter and Pisces. I, I've noticed for myself and like in readings and stuff that it's helped people to re-envision what they want and build the dream, which is Jupiter and Pisces, to expand what they think is possible for themselves. But at the same time, I feel like Jupiter moving into Aries is then taking that dream and putting it into action. Mm, that's a really good point to make. Yeah, I was also going to add like Jupiter and Pisces has like expanded, I guess, intuitive qualities in myself. So maybe trusting more of what my gut instinct is telling me or noticing synchronicities that I normally wouldn't notice in my life. Um, and feeling, I don't know, more like psychic myself. So that's, I guess, a positive Yeah. And that's interesting too, because for you, like just, we're going to get into examples house by house next, but for you, that's your eighth house of Pisces that it's been lighting up. And so on the one hand, like more heightened emotions for you specifically with your moon, but then more intuitive and more in touch with your own psychic abilities. Yeah. That is a good way of looking at it. Um, I feel like I'm being kind of pessimistic, but Yeah. (laughs) yeah. I like what you said about Jupiter moving into Aries, being more action oriented, like kind of just like having higher energy because, right, we talk about Jupiter growing, expanding, amplifying things. It will do that to Aries qualities. So taking leadership positions, taking action, wanting to initiate new experiences in your life, like kind of jumping in and going for something. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that. Okay, so let's do you want to jump into the episode then? Yes. So we're going to go through all 12 houses, starting with a Jupiter first house transit. So we got some responses from people who I think they're both Jupiter is currently transiting their first house of Pisces. So this has been going on for a few months for both of these people. Um, But there were two different stories. So one person, Jupiter transiting the first house is often a time of experiencing new beginnings in your life and feeling like you're starting off on this brand new chapter. You're kind of getting more attention from other people. Greater opportunities are coming your way. Often like education and travel plays into like a Jupiter first house transit. So like wanting to go back to school or traveling abroad a lot. I see that because it's just everything Jupiter signifies. So travel, education, writing, teaching, that all plays into like developing a greater sense of self during that first house transit. Yeah. And you're kind of integrating Jupiter's qualities, which speak a lot to being more optimistic or wanting to expand or learn new things like Alice, you were saying too, into your own personality and being and your approach and outlook to life. So it's almost taking Jupiter and trying to really expand who you are and your own sense of identity and your sense of self. Um, Yeah. And sometimes the spotlight is way more on you or it's a more significant, almost year long period. Yeah, definitely like more attention and feeling like you're being maybe more noticed. Um, 
I would also, and like also probably having more self-confidence or really focusing on like who you are, how you can build yourself up and just being more optimistic about where you're going in life in general. Absolutely. Yeah, that is huge. Jupiter, we didn't really touch on that, but Jupiter is so much about confidence. We touched on optimism, but actually feeling really strong about who you are and your gifts and abilities. Jupiter in the first house accentuates that for sure. So one person had said that when Jupiter started this first house transit, their Pisces rising. So when it entered Pisces late December, um, and has been moving through there, they received a raise at work because they got a really good performance review. Um, they also moved to a new city for a job and they also started a part-time job to meet new people. So it's like coming out of that 12th house Jupiter transit and meeting new people, feeling more seen, kind of more outgoing and confident in yourself. Um, So that's all making a lot of sense. Yeah, and that's a great example of getting way more attention on you too. Like uh, you'll kind of see this as we begin to go through the wheel of all 12 houses. But since we haven't touched on the 12th house yet, if you don't know, Jupiter there can accentuate more feelings of being alone or needing to not be in the spotlight. Whereas the first house is a big shift into feeling that you can put yourself out there more confidently or you're more easily seen. And I forgot to add this at the beginning, but if you're an Aries rising, this is what you need to be listening to because Jupiter is about to come out of your 12th and enter your first. So everything we just said about the person getting new opportunities, new start, that's going to start applying to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other example too that we have, I mean, the first example, obviously you can see how expansive that is, but This other example is really great because they actually speak about how it has similar themes to it, but they also found that it amplified the anxiety and insecurities that they were feeling. So that kind of came up surrounding first house themes of like how you see yourself and how comfortable you are even being in the spotlight. Yeah, and also speaks to like you really do have to take your individual chart into consideration too because this person has Saturn in Pisces in the first house. So this Jupiter first house transit has amplified um, things related to Saturn. So maybe feeling like you're really having to face the ways in which you hold yourself back or you're insecure. Um, So bringing out that may make it not so much of a positive transit. Yeah, almost having both maybe some opportunities, but a lot of almost challenges to kind of move through. So you do feel more confident after that transit. Yeah. So we just wanted to show how Jupiter in the first house and in any of the houses we talk about can manifest a little differently based on your individual chart. Um, Yeah. Should we move on to Jupiter second house? Yes, let's move on. And I actually was just going to say like one last thing. Obviously, we said it at the start, the dates. But um, keeping in mind, too, if you are a Pisces rising, Jupiter is going to make that last little bump into Pisces, October 28th through December 21st, 2022. Yeah, so there might be more opportunity for personal self-growth or gaining more attention or having really positive opportunities come your way that necessarily that didn't necessarily happen at the start of 2022. Yeah, because I always feel like that last little transit into Pisces after the retrograde is really powerful. So yeah, if you're listening for that as well, you're where Pisces and Aries are, it'll be helpful. Okay, so with Jupiter going through the second house, that transit, um, so if you're a Pisces rising, if you're a Pisces rising listening to this, that's going to be you um, starting May 10th. 
Yeah, and, and go for it. <laughs> Sorry. I was just going to start reading the example, so maybe you want to... Um, no, I was going to say, I'm like looking at the example and it's really long. So I was like, you go for it. <laughs> okay. Okay, so I'm going to read someone. So this is a Capricorn rising chart. So Jupiter was transiting their second house in Aquarius throughout all of 2021. So this is kind of how a Jupiter second house transit will manifest. Um, so they say a couple of major things happened for me when Jupiter was in Aquarius, my second house, a little backstory is that they began deeply studying astrology during the pandemic because it helped them gain greater clarity on who they are, their identity and their life path. So this was when Jupiter was in the first, actually, um, then a year later when it made its way to the second house, um, this person set up an astrology TikTok in late March of 2021 which later became important in terms of second house themes in my life. As for the later portion of Jupiter transiting my second house in 2021, I actually began offering astrology readings in mid-July 2021 on an online platform. Um, and she had clients find her through her TikTok account and her just like creating constant content about astrology. Then in October of 2021, when Jupiter ret had retrograded back into Aquarius after its like stint in Pisces during the summer of 2021. So it was moving back to the, their second house again. They had another platform, Snipfeed, reach out asking if this person would like to offer their first astrology reading um, through their platform as well. So they say, I took the offer, had my first reading um, in late October, and being on this platform, Snipfeed, has helped me grow my clientele. I've expanded my services and offerings tremendously since I joined their community. Um, I feel like this is so representative of Jupiter and Aquarius because I basically began making money in an unconventional, non-traditional way through astrology readings. Also, I'm my, my own boss, make my own hours, um, which is very aligned with Aquarius independent energy. I also feel like that's just a Jupiter in the second house thing too. I know Aquarius specifically, like a Jupiter transit through that sign will bring up themes of independence and needing to do your own thing. But Jupiter in the second house also... That's a huge transit for like starting your own business, making your own money, um, freelancing more, and just feeling really confident about the skills you have to offer at your job. Totally. <laughs> I mean, it's so much stuff I could respond to, but yeah, definitely feeling more confident in yourself, being able to put yourself out there and knowing the value of the work that you do. So I love how you can see in that example, the progression of looking at how Jupiter was in the first house and they began working with astrology and then actually feeling the results put in from the effort there. And I feel like the key thing in that example is recognizing that a person did put in a lot of effort to see the re rewards of that in the second house transit financially. Yeah, it's like a boost to your finances, but not without work. Like an eighth house Jupiter transit is like passive income. Like you're not trying as hard to make this money. But a second house is like, oh, I'm actually putting in so much, but I feel really confident. I remember when Jupiter was in Virgo, my second house back in like 2016, 2015, um, I started interning and making money really for the first time in my life because I just graduated college. Mm, yeah, that's totally how it is. I When I had Jupiter in my second house too, that was when I was working like multiple odd jobs at my university. Mm, that's really interesting. But it was like so much effort for so little pay. <laughs> so I'm happy this person had a better experience there. <laughs> yeah, so I guess to sum up, like if you are um, a Pisces rising listening to this, kind of what you can expect with Jupiter into your second house is 
looking for ways to make more money, feeling more confident at work, um, and maybe wanting to ask for a raise, starting your own business, or looking for ways to freelance and do do make money that isn't like coming from a steady paycheck. That's what I always say. It's kind of like the self-starting type transit. Ooh, yeah. And I was going to add one last thing too, is just breaking through any self-imposed restraints when it comes to even your mindset towards money or how much you can make or that kind of thing, really letting yourself expand there. Yes. Okay. So now we're getting to Jupiter third house. I love this type of transit. Um, So who would be going through Jupiter third house right now? That would be, so Capricorn rising has been going through Jupiter third house and now it's going to shift to Aquarius rising. Yes. And I think important to note here too, again, like it will dip back into this if you are, um, if you are a Capricorn rising, but definitely listen if you are again, like Aquarius and I won't mention that again throughout. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Okay. So yeah, Aquarius rising, this is what's happening. Um, starting May 10th for you, but Someone wrote in, actually, Maxine, do you want to read this? Because I feel like I just did a lot of talking. Yes, totally. (laughs) I was going to say. Yeah, so this person will read one example here. So they said, I started writing a book in the fall of 2020 and really dedicated myself to it in the winter. It was a huge change for my identity because although I had always been a writer, for some reason, I was really self-deprecating about it, thinking that they could never write a book. And then they wrote a second book in 2021, which was a challenge, like writing 50,000 plus words in November, and then stopped writing from December 2021 to March 2022 and started a new project that they're trying to take more time with. So basically... When Jupiter was in Aquarius for them, they wrote a ton um, and then they gained more confidence to tell them about it. Yeah, so this is a Sagittarius rising chart. Jupiter was in the third house of Aquarius, majority of 2021. And I loved how like even as soon as early as the fall of 2020, at this point, Jupiter was still in Capricorn. But usually like I like this example because it shows even a couple months out, you kind of start to get a feeling of what that transit's about to be about. Like they started to get the motivation to write already a few weeks before Jupiter moved into their third house. And then it really picked up momentum throughout 2021. Yeah. And that's such a great, so, you know, if you're listening and you're like, okay, I've been wanting to work on writing something or really deepening your learning in something or any of those third house themes that might be accentuated with this Jupiter and Aries transit for you. Yes. Um, so also Jupiter third house transits in general, in addition to bringing about like writing success, um, can also really have you focused on intaking new information, like teaching yourself new skills, learning how to communicate better at, at your job. So maybe there's a lot of like practice with making presentations, um, doing podcasts, writing articles, sending out emails, calling people on the phone. It's just like very communication heavy. Yeah. And, and really busy, honestly, it just makes it so you're feeling like you're doing a lot of things at once. So needing to multitask and that kind of thing. Um, and another really great example someone wrote in too was basically saying that, um, quote, I quit my job without having something lined up because they didn't keep their promise to me. And I was being, I wasn't being treated right. They actually had her commuting two plus hours daily and that wasn't actually something she agreed to. So like the theme of literal travel (laughs) brought in. And what I loved about it was she says that 
Jupiter there actually gave her the courage to communicate how she really felt despite being afraid. And then actually she quit. And a few weeks later, she got a new job. So Jupiter, even though she didn't have anything lined up, gave her that confidence to assert and speak up for herself to communicate. No, this wasn't originally agreed to. I don't want to do that. And then that welcomed room in for this new job that, you know, now she actually really likes. I love that the traveling so extensively. I know. Um, I guess on a more positive side of that would be, yeah, you get opportunities to travel. So maybe it's not something you are required to do for work every day, but maybe it's something you choose to do, like going abroad for a month or two or going to school overseas. Like I feel like there's a heavy travel emphasis with Jupiter going through the third. And I know this person and that actually was something that came up for her um, traveling long distance abroad. I love that. <laughs> and also one last thing I wanted to add with, Ju- with Jupiter third house is that it's a very social transit too. Like you may just feel more connected to people in your everyday life. Like it's easy to meet up with friends and like everyone kind of seems like on the same page as you there with like, oh, let's hang out like now. Let's go socialize. Like I just love that type of energy. Yeah. And I think also Jupiter in the third house, it's a really great time to meet up with people and also making new friends too. Mm-hmm, exactly. Like it, it just feels like it's easier to connect with people you're just running into on a daily basis. Yeah. I loved when I had Jupiter in the third house. That was actually, Alice, that was when I met you. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh my God. Leo. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think and, you met uh, me yeah. when it was in cancer, but we didn't become better friends to Leo. Mm, okay. Yeah. That would line up. <laughs> no, but yeah, I remember that Ju- when Jupiter was in Libra, that was my third house and I was meeting so many new people traveling a ton because I was going to school in London. And then, yeah, it was just a huge shift because even though I had been in London in school while well, it was still in Virgo, the second house, as soon as it shifted to the third house, I was like, I love London. I love it here. Whereas like literally a month, literally a month before I had been like, I'm so depressed. Like I don't want to be here. So it can really show um, a shift to just feeling more hopeful, like in the way that you're thinking also. Oh yeah, totally. More inspired by even traveling in that instance or being abroad. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. okay. Jupiter into the fourth house. So this is for you. If you are a Capricorn rising, you'll start to experience this with Jupiter and Aries. Yes. And so Sagittarius rising has been feeling this. They're going to about to come out of it. So if you're a Sagittarius rising and listening, this may resonate as well for what's recently recently been going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think the big thing here, this first example is so good. Um, Basically, they said, I'll just read a part of it. I had been wanting to travel and move abroad since one and a half years, and something had been holding me back, partly the pandemic, until Jupiter entered Pisces, which is my fourth house of home and family. And when Jupiter entered this part of my chart, I suddenly felt ready to leave my home and explore new frontiers. I booked my flight a few days after the sun entered Pisces. I love that. Yeah, I feel like Jupiter in the fourth house is a good transit for moving to a different country. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And also too, I just love how that example showed if you know astrology, you would be seeing that as, okay, right now is not the time. But immediately they said that they started to feel that desire to leave their home. And I think it can show up as accentuating the home, but also literally bringing that theme of being abroad. 
Yeah. And I like how they said, like, I didn't look to the astrological events. It just happened naturally. Like, you don't really have to force anything with these, with hearing where Jupiter is going to be transiting in your chart. Like, it'll just happen. Yeah, I love that. And then also the fact that if you do know astrology, it just helps you if if you maybe aren't feeling that and you're like, oh, why aren't I moving or why aren't I in a relationship or whatever? It actually helps you to know, okay, that's coming up, that energy that's supporting me. This person also said um, she happened to see all of the family, all of her family members. Some came to visit, others she paid a visit. It was also the first time in more than three years that my mom, my two sisters, and I spent some time together. We have had a difficult time as a family in the past years, and this was a big step. So that is another common thing with Jupiter in the fourth is feeling closer to family or that relationships are just flowing more easily within the family. Yeah, I love that example because I am. Yeah, that's just definitely if you're looking at your chart, that can be a great way to feel just even even like in that example, it shows just being able to see things in a different way, even in terms of relating to your family, maybe seeing it from a different perspective. Jupiter can also help there. Yeah. So expanding the home and possibly moving abroad, also just moving in general to a place that you like a lot more, like a better neighborhood or just a apartment that or a home that has a lot more space it's like I want to expand the home so if you felt like restricted in a small New York apartment this is maybe the step where you're moving to a different city where you get a lot more space for how much you're paying (laughs) Alice is like speaking from like can this happen to me (laughs) (laughs) I love that oh my god yeah but no that's super super true um like another person wrote in with an example that they bought their first home. So congratulations if that's you. But that's such a literal example of that. Yeah, like having something pretty positive happen within the home and family. I would say maybe if we were to look at like the more challenging aspect of Jupiter transiting the fourth, maybe it's like emotions from childhood or like how your relationship was with your family become a bit overwhelming or you're really forced to like face. Um, I don't know. It's just like, you keep getting hit with like emotions and feelings surrounding your past and like maybe how childhood wasn't that great. Mm -hmm. You can't ignore the past. I would say with Jupiter there, it just like kind of comes up in your face and you just have to be like, okay, this is something I need to deal with to move forward. If that is something that's been kind of heavy on you. Yeah. Um, One other thing I was surprised we didn't get an example for because I see it all the time in readings um, is when Jupiter's in the fourth house, it can bring literally an extension to family. Like someone is either having a child or a family member, maybe a sibling is having a child. And that can kind of be Jupiter in the fourth or Jupiter in the fifth. But that is so true. Like my boyfriend is Sag rising and Jupiter's been in his fourth house since December, I guess. Yeah, the end of December. And within that time two family members had babies oh my gosh this in like the first couple months jupiter was in the fourth house so it is really literal oh my gosh yes okay perfect last example there (laughs) um okay so jupiter in the fifth house this is if you're listening if you're a sagittarius rising Yeah, so Jupiter's moving, about to move into fifth house for Sagittarius rising. It's been there for Scorpio rising the last few months. Um, This is like one of my favorite Jupiter transits. Like I wait every 12 years for this to happen. I'm like, fuck yes. Like it's about to be (laughs) Jupiter in the fifth house. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Alice. Yeah, no, it's so true though. And I feel like this is one of those transits where the hype is like actually, you know, 
it makes sense. <laughs> like I just get this vibe of Jupiter in the fifth house of feeling way more social. Like you have more friends. It's kind of similar to the third house where it's like more people are reaching out, wanting to hang out with you. You feel like you have more of a social life. You also just feel more sure of yourself. And also like you have a lot of creative energy and like confidence and like what you have to say and what you have to put out there. It's a big self-confidence, um, and creative transit too. Ooh, yeah. I love that you brought in creativity. And I think it's really a great one to just make it feel like you want to, especially after that transit we just spoke of where you're very focused on home and healing and, and that it's like, you're ready to put yourself out there and you're ready to just let yourself be more seen and express yourself more authentically. It's also a good transit for dating. Um, and maybe even if nothing serious develops, you just are met with maybe more romantic prospects or you're just more confident in like, what are your dating standards and, um, approaching like dating situations with a greater sense of who you are. Mm-hmm. Yes. All of those things. And it, it can actually like help if you are in a relationship to expand on that relationship. Like I know when Jupiter was in my fifth house, that was definitely growth in my own personal relationship. Yeah. I was going to read this um, second example of the Jupiter fifth house before we get back to the first, because I feel like this ties in more with the dating Um, but this person says I'm a Scorpio rising. So Jupiter has been traveling through my fifth house all of 2022 so far. Honestly, before it hit my fifth house, I hadn't been dating anyone or even seen anyone for a year straight. I was very in my shell and just focusing on myself. Literally the second Jupiter went into Pisces, I met someone at my job and we were seeing each other secretly at work, which was so exciting. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Then I moved back to my hometown in January and got another job. And then bam, I started seeing another guy from my new job. Honestly, I didn't even look for anything. It just happened. Um, Then this guy moved away. um, So it faded out. Now, after a few weeks have passed, love started blooming between me and another guy from work. Just lots of banter that has progressed into hanging outside of work here and there. I need to see this girl's chart because it's like, why are all these romances coming from work? Yeah. (laughs) It's like so interesting. Um, But then also in addition to like having those flings or new romance, she said she's been hanging out with a lot of new work friends and making new friendships with people and just having a lot of socializing. And that was something she had been struggling with the year before. So Jupiter moving into the fifth allowed her to have a way more active social life. Mm, Yeah. And I love too how she mentioned that she had been struggling with socializing and been had setting the intention of manifesting new friendships and fun memories, she wrote. So that's such a literal progression, again, of you seeing Jupiter in the fourth um, making you go more within and it's not as social at all and then expanding that into the fifth house. I love Jupiter in the fifth. Like, <laughs> please, I need yeah. it back. Um, but then another manifestation of the fifth house is children and pregnancy. So Jupiter going through the fifth is a time if you're wanting that, uh, I guess maybe sometimes if you're not, or it can be more of a surprise, but Jupiter going through the fifth is commonly seen the year someone gets pregnant or actually has their child and is bonding with them. Or if you already have kids, maybe it's just a time frame where you feel a lot closer to your children and they're, they're more like in the immediate area. So you can see them more often. Yeah, yeah, totally. And so that's something that's so that can manifest so literally. Um, someone actually wrote in to share that they decided to freeze their eggs during that transit, and um, which is just so cool because it has been something they've been thinking about, and then not knowing that transit happened, um, 
yeah, had that. Yeah, and they were saying um, after knowing that they froze their eggs while Jupiter was transiting in a house that rules children, they're choosing to remain optimistic. Um, and regardless of the outcome, it can't be overlooked that I prioritize my fertility slash dreams of having a family during this particular transit. Um, also, they said they've had a flurry of dating activity, so they'll report back if anything comes of that. <laughs> yeah, so. and I, I think that one's so cool. Like, dating cannot be, I mean, this obviously, it could be children. It could also be, like, creative projects. I did want to add that in if you're not wanting children. Um, like, starting something now and really putting so much love into it, like a creative baby, that kind of thing. And... Yeah, I just can't even say how many Scorpio Risings have had (laughs) love activity. Um, So literal, like people who have just been going through this dry spell of no dating, suddenly having these really great people in their life. So, yeah. Yeah. So that is, wait, who's that? Sagittarius Rising. Yeah, that's what what you've got to look forward to. (laughs) That's a good one. Um, then we have Jupiter in the sixth house. Um, What rising sign is this? I'm so bad with it. Scorpio, Scorpio rising. rising. Okay. Yes. I wrote them down. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Um, so Jupiter going to the sixth house often brings about a lot more work opportunities and growth, but it's kind of work you're doing for other people. Like it's not necessarily like all of this outward attention and huge promotion type energy, but usually it is you notice some type of improvement going on with your job or being met with a lot more opportunities. Yeah, and I, I, like, can't even go – I have to share my example right away. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yes. It's, like, when I had this, this was also my Jupiter return because I have Jupiter natally in my sixth house. But that was totally what you're saying, Alice, doing so much work. But for other people, because this was back when I was a teacher um, of little kids – And I totally got burnt out from that job during that time because I was putting in so much work for something that did not give me satisfaction at all. So so yeah, that can be also a transit where you are putting in a lot of work, like Alice said, a lot of effort. And, you know, if it's something you really love, that can show up in different ways. But if it's something that isn't satisfying you you might actually feel really burnt out from it and that can be a catalyst to change like that was the beginning of when I started offering astrology readings I yeah I totally felt that because I had the Jupiter six house in 2020 and I totally felt burnt out by what I was doing because obviously all like bigger opportunities stopped because of the pandemic and it was like my whole job was just giving so many readings like I've never given so many readings in my life to people and doing that just like day after day really sucks you of your energy but it was like serving other people it had that aspect of like doing work that helps other people um I was gonna say the positive of Jupiter in the sixth house I try to look at it this way is that it is helping you by doing all of this kind of more tedious mundane work it's helping you to really refine your skills in a particular area so even though like doing all those astrology readings was kind of annoying um no offense to anyone who got one with me it's just like doing them so much is so draining um but I hear you. I felt like I really, really got so much better as an astrologer that year because I was doing like, I was looking at so many charts and keeping up with so many details. Um, So I am thankful for that Jupiter six house. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it, that's such a good point because it also shows you kind of the bandwidth that you have to find more of a balance of being more efficient with your time. Like, yes, it's important to 
serve other people and to help them but I feel like that Jupiter in the six is a lot about self-care too so at the same time that you're working more there's this push and pull between also feeling this immense need to get back to yourself and fill up your own cup also it has that health um twist so maybe if you've had health problems before this transit um, noticing improvements or that you have a lot more energy in your day-to-day life however on the other hand it can sometimes amplify health problems or just call them more to your attention Um, but again it depends on your individual chart when I had that personally, I was noticing I was, this was before the pandemic started. So the start of that Jupiter Capricorn, I was getting so many invitations to go to workout classes and do that more regularly. It was like kind of like the universe was sending stuff that way to be like, okay, you need to start working out more. You need to start taking better care of your health. I love how literal that is with literal, you know, people asking you and inviting you to workout classes. (laughs) Yeah. I also started taking like supplements and vitamins. I didn't even know what that stuff was before 2020. I was like, what is a, why do people take this? Yeah, (laughs) that's so literal. Yeah, so that's kind of what you can expect with the six house transits. I don't think we got people writing in for that one specifically, so... I had one friend who's an astrologer. Um, He DM'd me, but I didn't like save the details. But basically he is Virgo rising. So Jupiter was in Aquarius, his sixth house throughout 2021. And he left his nine to five job to be an astrologer. So that was great in expanding and breaking free of like a nine to five job that probably felt restricting to him to do his own thing. Oh, I love that example. Yay. (laughs) Okay, so let's move on to... Um, Jupiter in, okay, oh my God. (laughs) Okay, so let's move on to Jupiter in the seventh house. We're halfway through. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so Jupiter is going to be in the seventh house for Libra rising starting in May. And it's been there for Virgo risings the first part of 2022. Um, So some of this might resonate if you're listening. But basically Jupiter in the seventh house, I mean, on... I feel like a lot of people talk about it as like the you're meeting your soulmate transit. That's not always the case. I just feel like it brings more fun into into dating and the experiences you do have with dating and meeting new people tend to be a bit more positive or you're learning a lot about how you act in a relationship and how you can be a better partner. Oh, yeah. And this kind of goes back to the beginning when we were talking about Jupiter. Yes, can bring you a lot of new opportunities there, but it can also accentuate, especially with a seventh house transit, just anything that has been something already in your life that's limited you in one-to-one relationships, like maybe blocks to intimacy come up and surface for you to look at and heal from, that kind of thing too, I would say. Yeah, so it can be great for forming a more meaningful relationship, but then also, as we'll see in this example we have, um, it can also like free you from any relationship that feels a little restricting. So just like to give like personal example first, like when Jupiter was in my seventh house for all of 2021, I met my boyfriend. And so that was formed under that Jupiter seventh house transit. Also, I was working so closely with Maxine U the entire year. So it was like a really significant business partnership. And I have noticed since Jupiter left the seventh house, we just like don't work together as much. That's not bad. It's just like crazy that like the second the transit ended, it was like our work here is done, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like you can't even take things personally because you're just like, it's the transit. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it brought about 
positive business partnership where you're seeing a lot of one person and also a really significant, meaningful romantic relationship. Um, but in this example we have, do you want to read this one? Yes. The breakup one? Yeah. Okay. So this is an example of Jupiter in the seventh, but a breakup. So this person writes on March 2nd, 2022, I broke up with the man that well, she said, also so sad. I don't even want to read it. <laughs> but no, they said that they she broke up with this person who she was in love with. Um, and her Scorpio moon was obsessed with. I like resonate with that so much. I have a Scorpio moon too. Um, but because she felt she he was not giving her what she knew she deserved in the relationship, they were living together and had been on and off for four and a half years. And she just knew that she wanted and deserved more. And he kept telling her that the expectations of the relationship are too idealistic or romanticized. And I love this part. She wrote, well, that's Jupiter, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. He didn't even realize. Yeah. Um, yeah. So in that case, it was like something that had probably been pretty stressful and difficult for four and a half years of that on and off type energy, finally being free of that. So that's in that case, it was Jupiter ending restriction. Yeah. And I just want to tell this person, like when you're, if you're listening to this, that Yes, there's always going to be someone who honestly your wildest dreams can come true in a relationship. And I know that people will disagree with me there, but I really think that being idealistic in a relationship is so important and it's so important to like both be realistic but not settle and like there is going to be someone who will give you exactly what you want and think that they'll be like, oh, is that all? Is that all you need? (laughs) You know? No, I totally agree. Like I never thought that was possible before my current relationship and I'm just like shocked oh I love that yeah and we had another person write in about another breakup too and it was very similar like just knowing and feeling very hopeful for even though they had been with that person for a long time just knowing that there was more for them and that they deserved more and yeah and so they had broken up but it's almost those breakups that they know that something in the future like their intuition is telling them that there is that person out there and they're like making their way into their life even as they break up oh I love that this next example is interesting because it shows like how Jupiter when it moves into a sign but then it happens to retrograde back into the previous sign before coming back again so like summer of 2021 Jupiter went into Pisces briefly for part of May June and July and then it went back to Aquarius for the fall before moving back into Pisces for the first part of 2022 so this person said at the end of June 2021 When Jupiter was in Pisces for the summer, I started casually seeing this guy, but thought he was way too young for me and it wouldn't work. So I split up with him at the end of September. Fast forward to January this year when Jupiter moved back to Pisces. I literally woke up one morning in tears because I missed him so much. The feelings came out of nowhere. I waited a few weeks to really explore my feelings and confirm that it wasn't just some weird fluke. In February, I finally reached out to him. We've been together since and things have been going so well. Um, So that's really interesting because... Yeah, Virgo rising, happy ending with the Jupiter transit of the seventh house. But it's just so crazy how it's like the first hit brings about something positive. Maybe the retrograde slows it down a bit. And then it comes back and comes back again with maybe more force. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I love how literal this example is too because this person is sharing that that their person who they're now seeing is a Scorpio rising. So putting Jupiter in their fifth house of romance and then her seventh, both having having to do with love. 
Oh, I love that. <laughs> so cute. Okay, darker example now. Jupiter in the <laughs> eighth house. I'm so done with it. Alice has this transit. If you're listening, that's why she said that. <laughs> yes. So Jupiter eighth house, um, Leo risings. You guys have been having this for the first few months of 2022. Um, Virgo rising. You're going to start to feel this after May 10th when Jupiter goes into Aries. Um, so big eighth, eighth house means a lot of different things, which we've talked about on this podcast, but I associate it with like a need to go internally and really realize what behaviors and patterns you need to improve upon. I feel like eighth house Jupiter transit is a one for like seeking out therapy or like wanting to read a lot of self-help books and realize how you can improve yourself. Also, it's a big, um, learning how to have better intimacy with someone and like overcome relationship problems and feel closer to someone. And that can also mean learning how to share money and finances with like a romantic partner or also a business partner. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And as you can see with all of Alice's examples, really the eighth house has so many different meanings. So that's why they kind of seem like there's a lot of differences between them. But I feel like the common thing is just kind of We've talked about this in previous episodes, but just kind of taking back control of your life or deepening into what already exists, like in terms of relationship, taking it deeper and intimacy, like you mentioned, Alice, or in terms of finances, like even more so being like interwoven there, entangled with someone else's. And in addition to maybe learning how to talk about money or um, hard, difficult emotions with a romantic partner. It could also be that you're getting more money just like a little more easily. Like we talked about the Jupiter second house transit and that you're working hard to make money. This one's more like, okay, I got a huge bonus at my job or someone stepped in to help me out financially. So it's kind of positive financial stuff coming from other people. Yeah. Like if in your, if you are in a relationship, that's usually your partner is getting a raise or something like that. So it's not necessarily stuff you're doing, but yeah. Um, and one thing I, I was just going to have one more thing about the Jupiter eighth house is like eighth house is often associated with like the occult yes. or like top, mm-hmm. like kind of hidden mm-hmm. topics. So maybe like more of an interest in astrology and stuff like that. Yeah, and we actually had one example of this. Someone wrote in to say that they were way more introverted during this Jupiter 8th house transit. They actually started studying astrology, which, oh my gosh, Alice, how many times do we see that in readings? I feel like Jupiter in the 8th house brings all of these kind of mysterious subjects that aren't as much talked about, whether it's taboo subjects or astrology. This person said tarot, feng shui, all of that. Um, But it can also be even taboo topics that aren't talked about, like, um, I don't know, sex, feminism, like alcohol, problems with that, you know, like things like that can all kind of come up and surface. So that way you can really do some healing. Yeah, like deep inner transformation is huge with Jupiter in the eighth. Um, So this, did you want to read this example too? Because that was sent to you. Yeah, so this person wrote in to say um, like a very vulnerable share that the Jupiter transiting in her eighth house led to a complete self-transformation. She said, um, after losing her brother in 2021, I really had to dig deep into spirituality to turn that darkness into light. And I feel like I have transformed as a result of that deep loss. I also got a strong ping in December to follow what lights me up as an attempt to help me rise from the darkness. And that's when I started diving deeper into astrology. Signed up for your course. Love that. Um, (laughs) And there's so many other things too 
like she even mentioned deepening her understanding of her marriage and going through loss together and healing from that. And she said, even though we had a lot of darkness, it's been expansive in so many ways. And I just think that's so beautiful because I I know her personally and like she dealt with loss in a really spiritually minded way and like let leaned into it rather than, you know, like, like let it be her own, I feel like. Yeah, loss is a big one, I would say. I'm glad that, that example brought it up. Um, like, I've had Jupiter in the eighth house. No one, like, huge has died. Um, that was super, that's, like, in the family or anything. But my next-door neighbor, who was, like, my only friend in my apartment building, I found out he died um, when since Jupiter's been in my eighth house. And, like, normally that would not upset me. But, like, I've been, I was so upset about it for a while. Like, crying every day. Um, so definitely, like, learning through loss and, like, letting go of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think also that's why there's such this tie into the mysteries of life, like at the afterlife. And I, I see that a lot when people deepen into astrology. And even if you aren't, you know, having a loss happen right then, like even in this example, it's it's also showing that healing through that transit. So maybe it even brings up past um, deaths that you've had to deal with and feeling more of a connection to them even after they have passed on. Um, I know that was so true for me when I had that transit. Yeah, that's interesting because what I was telling you about before the call, like my grandmother died the last time Jupiter was in the eighth house and I never um, processed emotions. I never cried about my grandmother dying back in 2010. And then last week, Jupiter's back to my eighth house 12 years later and my grandmother's spirit came to me and was talking to me Um I know that sounds crazy, but I felt it. If you um, saw her chart, you'd know how intuitive she is. <laughs> yeah. So it was just crazy because I've never like tried to connect with her in the 12 years that she's been di- dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that that's totally a perfect example of that. How it that Jupiter cycle of 12 years now it's coming back and it's asking you to like surface even those feelings you had felt. I mean, I know Jupiter for me personally, when I had Jupiter that was around 2020 when Jupiter was in my eighth house. And that was after I had had so many losses in my family and close people in my life. And that actually was a time where I really realized that I needed to feel into it more and process it. You know, like when you're in a time of loss, sometimes you don't have the time to really like sit with it and integrate it. And I felt like that was when I was just bracing myself for another person to pass away. And then after that, when that transit came with Jupiter, it helped me to actually feel the things that I had needed to feel. Yeah, you had so many losses with Jupiter in the eighth. Or I guess with Saturn and then Jupiter, maybe you were, yeah. The I whole just combo. remember that time period. <laughs> yeah, combo, it was yeah. a lot. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, so that uh, that's a positive thing, though, I would say, is like healing and actually feeling more of a connection when you do have Jupiter in the eighth house to people who have you know, move to the other, the other world. <laughs> I just wanted to share one more example for Jupiter in the eighth house. Cause I don't think we have a chance to get to both, um, cause of time, but this one has to do more with the financial aspect of a Jupiter eighth house transit. So this person said when Jupiter entered Pisces for a short time in June, 2021, I think, um, 
which is their eighth house. I received a small amount of money from a family member as a gift. Pisces is my eighth house. Yes. Then when Jupiter re-entered Pisces, I received a crazy amount of financial help from multiple of my family members. I was trying to get a new job and struggled for a very long time jobless. I didn't expect it whatsoever. Um, they also had a bad sexual experience and stopped dating all the way up until this point. I also experienced a death in myself as I left the person I used to be behind and created a better life for myself as I entered my first house perfection year. I guess that's not, not talking about perfection years here, but yeah, that is crazy that, um, I feel like shedding, shedding like parts of yourself that just aren't working anymore and coming, stepping out of that eighth house transit, like a new version. Yeah. Love. Yeah. I love that so much. I love how this person used the example of like, as we said, Jupiter isn't just in a sign and house for that whole year. It goes into it, like dips in and out and that kind of thing. So it shows the progression there. Mm -hmm. Okay. Should we move on to Jupiter ninth? Yeah. I mean, we could talk about the eighth house for so much longer, but (laughs) okay. So Jupiter in the ninth house, and this is for you if you are, are, um, Leo rising. Uh, Leo Leo rising current, like going to be, yeah. <laughs> and Cancer rising has been having this since early 2022. Yes. So you're coming out of that Leo rising's entering. Yeah. And so if you have this transit, this one is huge for a couple of things. And I would simplify to say learning is really big, exploring, whether that's traveling or having new interests or wanting to deepen your learning surrounding a particular interest that you have. Yeah, this one I would say is another huge transit for travel, specifically living abroad or um, having more experiences with other cultures. Like the second Jupiter in my ninth house back in 2010, I moved to Italy for my senior year of high school and I never spent time extensively in Europe before that. So it was so eye-opening. I feel like Jupiter ninth house is just like there's this whole other world out there and it just like expands your horizons and makes you more aware of like other cultures, other beliefs and really gets you interested in that sort of stuff. Yeah. And I mean, I had this when the pandemic happened, so (laughs) um, I wasn't able to travel, but I think what's really interesting is how had I been able to travel, I think I would have a lot more. And because I wasn't able to channel that Jupiter transiting in the ninth into literal travel it was more of exploring more deeply how I can share astrology with people and that's when we started the podcast a big one of this is like publicly speaking so for you um you had the podcast and also just sharing more on social media but I also see this when people like go do a TED talk or something or do a live tour. Didn't happen for me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like a lot of sharing your knowledge with other people, also writing and publishing. uh, That's a big one. And maybe having a desire to go back to school or if you're already in school, having to do something that requires like a lot of research and writing, like writing a huge thesis on something. Um, But yeah, writing and learning is huge with a ninth house, Jupiter. Yeah, writing and learning. And I would say also too, like for me personally, I think that did ask me to see things in different ways, meaning that it wasn't specifically about seeing things from other cultural perspectives, but it was seeing things that I, I don't know, just situations in my life from different perspectives and a lot of healing through that. So maybe that's something to experience too, if you're about to have that transit. 
Yeah. And also on the theme of learning, sometimes it can be like learning a foreign language or like a specific subject or taking a course at something, or it could be um, expanding spiritual beliefs. So again, tying in themes of like astrology or religion or whatever you believe in and really getting clear on like this belief system helps me to feel better about myself and I want to lean more into it. And that was when I got into human design, <laughs> like really deep. Oh my God, that's so, yeah. so true. <laughs> so yeah, it was like, okay, I already know astrology so well. And then I just ventured into that. So yeah, episode coming on that soon. <laughs> yes. Um, what is this example we have? Okay, yeah, we have a couple examples. Um, this is someone that has, an, they had a Jupiter ninth house transit, but their mid heavens also in their ninth house. So kind of, I mean, same as you, Maxine. So it's like, going to have themes of career pulled in. So if you're using whole sign in your mid heavens in the ninth house too, definitely listen up. But they said they noticed a lot of career advancement, work getting better, more responsibilities, also training that came along. So that ties in to that theme of learning Um, and a lot of independent study and realizing how they want to improve more at work. So study can be tied into like, I need to get better at these skills so I can advance at my job. So I feel like that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, definitely. You can see the midheaven pulled in. Um, but yeah, especially like studying more, more independent study. And um, another example too, I loved this one. Someone said that they had a spur of the moment decision to take a 200 hour yoga teacher training. And oh has my been, God. Right? And they've been teaching ever since yoga. So it's really cool how Jupiter presented this opportunity and then they just jumped on it. You know, usually Jupiter transits, you're just feeling so so attuned to like okay I want to grow I want to expand and in the ninth house through learning um and yeah even travel for the first time out of state with their boyfriend for the first time and dive deep into astrology um took one of our courses like that kind of thing like really getting deep into it I love that (laughs) yeah that's so literal um I feel like we should go to 10th house now though? Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm just like worried about time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So Jupiter into the 10th house. Um, if you're having this transit, this is going to be if you are a uh, cancer, cancer rising. rising. Yeah. Yes. And Gemini rising has been feeling this the last few months. Um, so this is an example. Well, actually, yeah, just to rewind. First of all, like a Jupiter 10th house um, transit will often bring about kind of more major career opportunities or a new job or a promotion and feeling like you're getting recognized and paid attention to because of your career. And then if you're not feeling those things, if you're not feeling like you're getting (laughs) the recognition, then it's like, okay, it's time for a big pivot and maybe feeling like you're ready for a new opportunity and you want to pivot career wise. So I would definitely like feel into that too. Um, yeah, it could be like getting you on the right track with your career or finding you a job where you have greater freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so for this example, um, one of them said that they've been working at a big art exhibition since January 2022. It was around that date that I locked the venue and funding. In mid-March, I received an extra grant for this project and the whole show scaled like crazy. I just exhibited the show in early April and it was really great. A lot of people came to the exhibition and we even appeared in a video from TikTok Influencer, which gave the show extra visibility. It was one of the biggest projects I've ever done. That's so cool um yeah that's crazy literal um 10th house jupiter transit 
also they have their midheaven in Pisces, the 10th house too. So it's also um, affecting that sensitive point of the chart as well. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's a great example too of how Jupiter in the 10th is literally giving you more attention um, from others in that. And Maxine, you've been going through this. You've noticed a lot of growth with career, I feel like in the first part of this year. Yeah. And I was going to say, I think one thing that I've noticed really big is with Jupiter in my 10th house, it's helped me to just be more confident in what I share because um, that has not been something that's been easy for me at all to show up on social media and share my face and all of that. I'm a huge overthinker. So I think Jupiter in the 10th has just made me more confident with like, I'm human. It's fine if I make a mistake or I don't care what, like the people who are meant for me, I'm speaking to them. So yeah, in that sense, I feel like it has given me a lot more confidence in what I share and being totally okay if other people don't vibe with it, you know? So that is definitely a positive manifestation of that. Yeah, being kind of putting yourself in the spotlight publicly. I feel like that's a big one. Like there's more public attention. And for you, it's because you're sharing more on social media or also I've noticed like just you having confidence in like launching your own course. Like I feel like Jupiter is giving you that hopeful, like I can do these bigger career projects and it's going to turn out well. Yeah. Yeah. Like so optimistic about it and also feeling very, I don't know. I feel like Jupiter also, it's partly optimism and it's also being very motivated or like feeling so sure that that is what that person like wanting to help other people grow because Jupiter is about growth and I feel like I like with my course I was just like oh I know this is going to be so transformational I want to help other people grow so it's like putting my skills to help other people grow into the spotlight Mm -hmm. I love that I was also going to add like if you have your midheaven in Aries, especially the earlier degrees of Aries, you can kind of apply this Jupiter 10th house transit to yourself as well, even if your midheaven is like in the 11th or 9th house of the chart. Oh, yeah. Good point. Yeah, because that will bring in, like Alice said, pulling those career themes. So yeah, that's a great one. And then Jupiter in the 11th house. So this is if you are a Gemini rising like myself. (laughs) Yes. And so who's had this Taurus rising has had this going on the first few months of 2022. Um, we don't have, no one wrote in with examples of Jupiter 11th house. This is the only one. Maybe because their life is going so well right now, yeah. they don't need to like write in about stuff. <laughs> I honestly, like I'm thinking about it and I know a lot of people who I've given readings to with Taurus risings though, they have, I feel like come out of a lot of healing and expansion so and they are being more social and hanging out with more friends and seeing things more optimistically so hopefully you guys are just having so much fun you just didn't have time to write us (laughs) yeah so big themes with Jupiter going through the 11th house are feeling like you do have more friends um kind of similar to third and fifth house we talked about it's just a more social transit that Jupiter goes through um so if you even like in the months right before this if you felt isolated or alone like this Jupiter in the 11th will somehow bring new new people into your life and make networking and meeting people a lot easier. Um, I definitely noticed that. Like I had this in college one year and it was like I had no friends and then suddenly Jupiter went into the 11th house and I was meeting all these, like so many new people and I felt like a stronger sense of community. I am so excited for that. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I've like isolated myself in Colorado and now we're moving and I'm like, 
very looking forward to that. Yeah, that gives me hope that it'll be like easy for you to make friends. Yes, totally. And I've also, I think with this transit, if you have that committing to putting yourself out there, because again, that's how you get the rewards of it. And yeah, with Jupiter in the 11th house, last time I had that transit, it was where I was making so many new friends who had similar interests to me. I mean, that was a long time ago, but I remember... I did a trip that really expanded even what I thought was possible for myself. And that was like I did a three-week kayaking, sea kayaking, camping trip um, in Canada. And it was so cool. Um, Yeah. And so I had never done anything like that. Like just grew up in Wisconsin and didn't have that opportunity. But then that came out of nowhere. And it helped to expand so much for me, like so many limits of what I believed and what I thought and yeah helped me just see this whole other culture and like different people and it was so cool so yeah so like feeling like you have a greater sense of community with people who have interests similar to you I'd also say maybe a downside is that there's like so many commitments you have to do for other people if especially if you're introverted maybe that's not like the most amazing um so I could say that could be the potential downside of like having feeling like you have to go to all these events and give your time to other people yeah definitely Um, more social for sure another one is like if you work for yourself or you have like an online social media presence I feel like Jupiter going through the 11th house is really great for like building a bigger audience and getting people supporting you more Um, so like if you didn't have a ton of engagement, like maybe this Jupiter through the 11th will come along and a lot more people are backing you or wanting to follow you and support you. Ooh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. And I I definitely think it does help attract those people who are meant to be in your life and like bring, build that sense of community. Like you said, Alice. Yes. So that's a definitely happier one. Um, and then we're going to finish up with Jupiter in the 12th house. We have a few examples of this that I'm excited to go through. Um, but Jupiter is moving to the 12th house for Taurus rising. So this is you guys this summer and con- continuing into next year and Aries rising, you're going to come out of this. So you've probably been feeling this the past few months. Yeah. And this one is so powerful because I think, I mean, it really asks you to kind of grow in terms of what is it that is working for you? What do you really value and want to pour your energy into going forward? And what isn't working or what don't you want to bring into the transits upcoming? So it it kind of has this big theme of reflection and solitude and kind of coming back into yourself. So that way, once it moves into the first house again, it wraps up that individual cycle of Jupiter in that sense. And you're able to put more of yourself into the world more authentically. Yeah, definitely a period of being alone a lot more, having a lot of emotions hit you. Also, usually there's some type of like letting go of something. So this could mean you get broken up with or you go through a breakup and you're alone a lot more and kind of dealing with that loss or it could mean kind of similar to the eighth house transit where someone around you dies and you have to deal with the emotions and the grief associated with that. And if you're listening, I just, (laughs) Alice is so comfortable talking about these darker subjects, but I mean, it is true and it can also manifest in other ways, which we'll share, but it is helpful to know that there will be this theme of being more alone with yourself, no matter what, and carving out more time for that and more spiritual pursuits or encounters. 
Yeah, like when Jupiter went through my 12th house in like 2013 into 2014, I literally like a family member died. And also I got broken up with a week later and it was like the worst breakup ever. Like I could not let it go. Like was so emotional the entire time Jupiter was in the 12th house. Like for the amount of time the relationship lasted, the amount of time I was depressed for after like didn't add up to like it was like only a three month relationship, but I was so depressed for like six months after it. Mm. Yeah. And I feel like it does ask you, it triggers something within you that is asking to be healed or to be worked through in some sense. So it can make you just feel really isolated. So it's important if you know you're going into that transit even to make sure that you have some support or reach out to people because it is going to ask of you to just work on healing more and that kind of thing. So if you have support system lined up, it definitely can be more helpful. Yeah. And again, like something that could help with the 12th house Jupiter transit is like um, turning to spirituality. So meditation, yoga, astrology, all that type of stuff where you feel maybe more connected to something bigger. And how literal is this example I have? So when I had that transit of Jupiter in my 12th, I isolated myself by going backpacking for a month. Oh my God. (laughs) So I remember that was like a summer where, you know, I could have been super social with all these friends and stuff from whatever. But um, I decided that I wanted to go into the wilderness for a month and just be. And I remember feeling so isolated, but it felt like a restart button for me. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's really like shed everything no longer serving you before Jupiter gets to your first house and you come out with like a renewed sense of self. It was like a total shakeup of my identity. I felt like I went into that experience a different person than came out. And I'm just realizing it was also a transit to Taurus, which is all about nature. <laughs> yeah, so a big theme with Jupiter in the 12th house is like prioritizing mental health, feeling more connected to spirituality, becoming comfortable, spending time alone. And kind of learning how to process emotions surrounding loss or um, something else that like recurring thoughts or emotions that keep coming up for you. Yeah, like someone actually wrote in an example too, um, and this is kind of a more positive like interpretation of this, that they have just been laying low, really focusing on spiritual practices, listening to my intuition, meditations, hikes in nature, sleep, you know, and all of that kind of thing. So sometimes it can just be kind of, coming back to yourself and regrouping and yeah just so you kind of know how it can manifest in that way too um I was gonna say I had a friend dm me when I was like hey like send your examples of Jupiter transits and she said Jupiter in her 12th house and she was like nothing's happened for me or else I would tell you and I'm like of course nothing's happened because it's in your 12th house like no kind of it's like not a lot of outward growth is happening in your life when you have a planet like Jupiter moving through the 12th. So, but then I like kind of dug deeper with her. I was like, look, you moved to LA. You've been telling me that you're so comfortable spending all this time alone. You've cut back on partying and drinking. Like that stuff isn't serving you anymore. And she also started being the manager for a psychic, um, our friend Alexia, who we've had on the podcast a few months ago. So um, that's crazy that through managing someone who's a psychic and does that for a living, she's kind of tapped more into her spiritual side. Oh my gosh. Love that example so much. I love how Alice, yes, you did have this manifest. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Because sometimes we just get like tunnel vision, I always like to say with our own transits and charts, but these can come out so clearly years later. 
Um, and I was going to add too, if you do have this transit, it can be a time where you are feeling, I know when I had that transit, I mentioned the identity almost crisis I had, I feel like. Um, so just allowing yourself to intentionally be really intentional about this transit. If when I have this transit again, I would definitely plan a retreat, something where you're going away for a period of time so you can really carve out space to yourself if you're able to, or even just taking a long weekend to yourself really intentionally. Yeah. Um, I'm just think, kind of running through last few examples. I just have noticed with people who've had it in the 12th house, they feel kind of like directionless right now or just not sure what they need to be doing. Um, so note that that feeling will pass if you start to feel that. Um, also having kind of people maybe confront you or make you realize that there are ways in which you work against yourself sometimes and you can be your own worst enemy. So kind of coming face to face with self-sabotaging patterns. Ooh, yeah. And I would add to with that because it is kind of this time where to use the word a spiritual awakening, usually you are coming more into your spiritual side. And I think that can be really confronting of other people in your life who are used to you being this other version of yourself, you know? So I know when I had that transit, so many people were really put off by the changes coming up in my life but I think it's really important to just know going into it you don't have to have their approval yeah yeah exactly okay so I feel like that's a really good summary of Jupiter (laughs) in the 12th and this is like we predicted such a long episode yeah but I hope you guys have enjoyed it yeah you'll have to let us know too if like if this really called to you or brought up things for you but hopefully this gives you something to look forward to with the upcoming Jupiter transit May 10th we can't wait for that ourselves so um yeah using it really intentionally so that way you can manifest the opportunities Jupiter wants to bring you And also we've linked our individual websites and our links to our courses, our Eclipse workshop, applying transits and mastering birth charts. All of those can be found in the show notes. Yes. So if you want to continue your learning this eclipse season too, that we're coming into, that would be a great way to start. Um, But yeah, thanks for listening. Yes. Bye guys.